Okay, welcome in. This is a very special edition of Corbett's Corner. Just me, Dylan Corbett, riding solo here. Um, what I'm trying, and it's only audio only, as we'll be uh, throwing this up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever you enjoy your podcasts. No video version for this one, and I'll just dive right into it. Um, been busy. Uh, what I'm trying to do with this is kind of provide a life update. What's going on with me? I've been thrilled with all of your guys' support, and I just want to keep you guys posted, give you a little behind-the-look, uh, behind-the-curtain look of what's all going on, what we're trying to do with Corbett's Corner, Corbett's, uh, my new company as I started in. Just a little bit of an informational podcast for you here, uh, courtesy of me, Dylan Corbett, here on Corbett's Corner. Okay, so where to begin? All right, let's start from the beginning. Uh, many of you know my closest friends. My mom was a very powerful businesswoman uh, on Wall Street back in her day. Still is uh, retired, mostly retired, but on a lot of boards, still in the financial sector. Um, and so I figured that was maybe where my career was going to go. Something in business, you know, some pencil pushing job. Or pen- Do pencils even exist anymore? I haven't seen a number two pencil in a minute. Um, but then I, I, I took a uh, journalism class, I believe when I was a sophomore, when I moved to uh, St. Louis, Missouri. And it, I took it because my girlfriend at the time was, you know, forced me to take it with her. And that's where I fell in love with sports writing. I was always a sports fan, um, but my teacher, Mrs. Smith, who I still keep in touch with, I still help out her class every once in a while as a speaker, um, she saw immediately, wow, this kid could write sports. Uh, from there, I went to be a sports writer on the newspaper in high school. Uh, within a semester, I was the sports editor. And that's really where I figured out, okay, sports and doing this for a living is something I wanted to do. Fast forward to Bradley University, one of the only uh, universities at the time that offered sports communication as a major. Now, uh, many people uh, that I knew in the curriculum said sports communication. Oh, gee, sports. Wow, that sounds great. And many of them are pencil pushing right now. I think I'm one of a very few handful of people that are actually still doing this um, as a job. And Bradley was one of the main, so it all started from that high school class, but it was all just a different domino falling to where I found Bradley University, where I was one of the, you know, unheralded, they don't hire freshman interns to work for the Peoria Chiefs baseball team, uh, the minor league affiliate of the St. Louis Cardinals. I somehow got that job. I've been very lucky in my career, but it's a career of taking chances, having unexpected things happen. There's so much that occurs in this business, in any business, in life. Um, but I was lucky to get my foot in the door through 40 straight years. They kept asking me back at the Peoria Chiefs because they loved what I did. I was working 12-hour days for very little money. It was an internship. Uh, baseball, minor league baseball, is a very tough, long job, whether you're doing broadcasting, whether you're doing stadium operations. Um, but I'll never trade away any of those memories. Uh, you know, Spending my entire summer at the ballpark all four years of college really helped hone my craft and get my foot in the door. So... I applied, I think, for about 20 jobs right out of college, right? Many of you have done the same, if not more. Um, and I got my first job, little old rugby North Dakota, a town the size of Bradley University. That's right, 3,000 people. People thought I was crazy. Uh, you got to take chances. I'm going to keep saying that. I'm going to keep hammering that. Take chances. I went up there, spent 10 months in the coldest place on earth where it was minus 20. Every single morning I would wake up uh, and I would just grind doing small town radio. Uh, that's where I got into play-by-play, my first full-time position 
out of college, and I was doing small town honky tonk radio. I was, you know, spinning tracks. Uh, hey, coming up, it's Celine Dion uh, on KKWZ. Uh, that that was my main gig, which I spent ten months, and I very quickly realized, okay, you know how first jobs go. Uh, you, you realize the landscape, and you say, okay, I think I'm ready for a next step, and that's where I made the big transition from one North Dakota to yes, South Dakota. Now, if you've never been to South Dakota, I totally recommend it. Western side of the state. Sorry, East River. Um, one of the most beautiful places ever. I bought a house there. Loved it. I spent almost three years there. And that's a, and this is something I offer you guys is I haven't talked much about something that happened. Coronavirus. Um, and I eventually lost my job. I spent three wonderful years almost in South Dakota calling um, high school games. Got to do college football at the D2 level, which was great. And I met my mentor, Nate Brown, who took a chance on a kid out of North Dakota. I was hired, oh, I want to say at 23, 24. Um, yeah, I was hired at 23, so I'm now 26. And just think about that. He's a guy, Nate Brown, I still uh, admire and respect ultimately. He'll be one of my friends for life. Um, just the way we saw sports together, the way we were able to create that show in South Dakota that really took over the whole western side of the state, not even the state, if not the entire state, right? Like we had that connection. We had that power over the airwaves. Um, and it was some of the funnest times ever. I really fell in love with sports talk where I've always loved listening. I thought I was always a play-by-play guy. Joe Buck, you know, maybe I want to get to the top of that craft. But then I really realized, okay, being a broadcaster, you have to be bipartial. You have to be neutral. You have to kind of just be professional broadcaster, right? Don't make anyone mad. The other team, the other mad. Sports talk, you can give more of your opinion, which I started to really love. I could kind of show my personality more. And it really helped hone my craft doing the afternoon drive with Nate on the Nate Brown Show. Um, unfortunately, after the coronavirus, and this is what happens, if you're a good broadcaster, you're going to have people coming up to you every single game saying, wow, I love your voice. You know, I've heard that, uh, you know, since I was not even in this craft, but you're also going to get people saying, hey, why didn't you talk about my kid's favorite candy? And I'm like, wait a second, what? What?" You know, when I start hearing that, I'm like, wait, what am I doing? I'm here to call, you know, games I like. I want to be at the professional level. And I understand I have to pay my dues at their lower level, which I love, but then it was just like, okay, you know, I'm calling games that are way better than any, you know, honky-tonk Joe down the next booth, but all of a sudden, you know, people are saying, yeah, you're great, but hey, what about my kid's favorite Sunday ice cream? And I was like, wait a second, you know, who to believe cares about that? I understand the parents do, but that was where I kind of realized, wait a second, you know, this is for the parents. I want to do it for the game, for the action. I want to show you how I'm the best at doing this, and, it, you know, it was just... And that's where we came to the realization was maybe there was, I still love calling high school games, but I didn't want that to be my every single week future. I wanted to be the guy that people sought opinions after on sports that liked, oh my goodness, I love how you call that game. You call it how you see it, not, oh man, you know what? You got to be careful. That's a a high school kid, which I understand, but that was the friction I understood uh, between the two because South Dakota's very run on its parents, you know, and you, some of you might be like, what? what, what does that mean? Well, there's no professional teams. You've got SDSU and USD for D, uh, FCS football, which is hanging on by a thread, and you guys barely get fans in your own stadium there, and you're the only big stadium, you're the only big draw, right? So it's high school, youth sports, which is awesome. 
Um, but it was just was not for me. There was a lot of friction there towards the end, and that's Nate and, Nate and I have great a great relationship. We will to the end of our days, but that was just where we separated. So I eventually lost my job because my job was for specifically high school, and there was just this this not demon inside me, but something inside me, this drive saying, you know what, Dylan, you're you're more than high school now. You're 26. You're on the other half. You're on the wrong side of your 20s you got to start be thinking about what you want to do. And, you know, I so I lost my job. I didn't choose to take it um, by myself, obviously. I was fired um, because there was that huge gap in between the two. Now, many of you listening to this may have been fired before. This was my first time, and I took it pretty hard the first day. I was having a pity party, a lot of deep thinking. You know, geez, I'm trying to do the right thing every day. How am I, you know, doing wrong? <clears throat> took about 12 hours, <clears throat> excuse me. Took about twelve hours, and I stopped. You just can't feel sorry for yourself. You got to treat everything as a blessing in disguise. And I directly think this was just that. Because here's the thing: before it was, you have to pay your dues. That's at any level, any industry. Now let me throw you social media. We grew up where you're. As my stomach growls here, you may have heard that. Um, you you grew up having to go to small town radio pay your dues, work your way up, maybe in your mid-40s, find your way to ESPN, find your way to CBS Sports, uh, and you've made it, right? Well, let me ask you, how many of you guys still watch ESPN on a regular basis like I did growing up as my child? SportsCenter is great. I think it's terrible now. I think ESPN's uh, a bit of a corporate sham for the NBA and LeBron James, and it's all contracts. You'll learn that as you're growing up, seeing the world differently, becoming an adult. It's all about money. Uh, just look at what's going on in the coronavirus pandemic. We're risking the lives of all our athletes just so we can race to the television dollars, um, which I'm fine for as a sports fan, but ethically, it's a little questionable. But, you know, ethically, the world's a little questionable as well. You just got to live at your own narrow path. Um, but to my larger point, it used to be work your way up. Now it's it's not small market, mid-market, large market. We're all one bleeping market. It's called the internet. How are you listening to this right now? You know, friends, family listen to this, but I know there are listeners too that may have discovered me just on social media, discovered a podcast. It's not ESPN anymore. I'm sorry. It's Barstool. It's Spotify. It's The Ringer. It's starting your own company. It's being entertaining, informative. It's being your own brand. It's not ESPN anymore. It's Stephen A. Smith, right? It's the wrestling character. It's about ha- it's Pat McAfee. It's about having guys that are good at this craft, not the experience anymore. ESPN hired all the all the journalists from the newspaper because they were looking to get out of the newspaper business because it was a dying industry. They turned those journalists into TV personalities. They're no longer ethically journalists, so to speak. Some of them holding on to the a little bit longer than others, but some of them have sold out for TV, right? I you know, that's just how it goes now. Are are you more uh, looking for you're looking for what you want, right? You're not going to Stephen A. unless you're a Stephen A. fan. Many sports fans now are deterring from ESPN, deterring from the national uh, brands to what they want. People that cover sports the right way, that cover sports that are entertaining. It's not one specific thing you have to do. It's putting a spin on it and making entertaining for everyone, for the masses, for your niche audience. So many of my audience, many of you listening, obviously, 
college graduates, maybe in your 20s, sneaking up into your 30s. Um, you want to hear from guys that are like you, not guys that are 20 years older to you talking about days of the 70s basketball that you didn't grow up listen, uh, listening or watching. You want guys that are your age, like you, that could tell you about sports. And sports betting is where the medium is going, right? It's sport. It, it used to be everyone talking sports at the water cooler, if the water cooler still exists, right? We're still probably all at home uh, working from our home offices. But now it's about, hey, who was on the spread last night? That's all we talk about now. It's the spread. Uh, it's gambling fully associated with sports. And I've been on that for four years. So that's what's leading me here as I'm very long-winded, rambling a bit, but just trying to provide you some of the inner workings of my racing thoughts, right? I've been doing sports betting for four years. Uh, I've been ingrained in it. And I'm not a guy here to sell you picks, right? I think everyone who does that is a sham because no one's good at this. If you are good at this, you're hitting at 60%. Think about if you got a 60% on the test. That's not good, but it's a money-making business, and 60% is making money. Um, I am not at 60%. I am not at 50%. I am at 48%, and that is documented, which is you know me grinding at it. And I'm not asking you to tail every one of my plates. I'm not even asking you to tail a single one. I'm just telling you what I... Uh, see what I think about, how I see the sports betting landscape, and I provide you with my picks. If you like to tell, great, do so. If we win and lose, if I win you money, I'll celebrate with you. If we lose, I'll say, you know, my bad. But again, it's not really my bad. It's a coin flip with juice every single time. Sports betting is very tough. So this is an informative channel about what sports betting is, how you can get better, how you can get an edge, because no one can be perfect at it. But that's what I'm trying to do. I'm bringing in voices. I'm not bringing in the newspaper beat writer to talk about, you know, the coach's quote from this last week. That's boring to me. I, you know, I want to, I want to provide you with informative stuff of people actually saying stuff and giving you the quote, not giving you the coach speak, the player speak. Uh, I want this to be informational. I want it to be short. I want it to be concise for all of our immediate attention spans. I want to bring on guys like Matthew Cruz and Tyler Dawson, Aaron and Austin Platts, Tex. Uh, I already forgot Joey's Foz. Foz. You know, we're having fun like that. It's not like we're a spoof on sports radio, on sports betting, but I, I would rather have a normal guy just tell you why he thinks the Cardinals were going to win last night as opposed to maybe one of these geeks like R.J. Bell who don't really talk like normal people and try and just spit numbers into your ear and try and make sense of it. No, that's not entertaining. R.J. Bell could be on the Cardinals last night, and my friend Sebastian Urban could be on the Cardinals last night too, and hearing from Sebastian why is going to be one, make a lot more sense as it's in layman's terms, and two, just be an average guy talking sports betting, and they're both on the winning side. So that's what we're trying to do. Corbett's Corner again. I'm Dylan Corbett. This is going to be our more long-form podcast, which drops three times a week as it is, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about sports there. Corbett's is our daily sports podcast uh, where we're giving our plays out. That's the short form here. So that's basically a little bit how we got here, what I'm trying to do with the channel. So now before we wrap this up a little bit long-form again as well, I apologize for that, but just trying to provide my thoughts to you. And some questions. If you have some questions, I've been really appreciating uh, the reviews, the ratings, uh, everything on our YouTube channel, on our Apple podcast page, Spotify. It's been great. And I encourage you to keep doing that. If you would like us to do a segment you think is a great idea. I've had great people reach out to me with segment ideas that I have personally turned into segments. Uh, so I really do appreciate your feedback. And I'm never going to tell you no. I'm always going to listen. And I, that's the thing is I'm always looking for people to grow this. Here's what I want to do. Pardon me. 
it's what's next. So we're going to be putting out podcasts, right? I, I want to turn it into a podcast network. I want to be to the point where, one, yes, we're a company, which I started my own company, um, and we make zero money now. Now, obviously, we're trying to make money. That's through advertising. Fun fact, I've got two advertising meetings set up through digital advertising just this week. That's exciting. Maybe in five years down the line, I may be telling you to lawnmower your sack with Manscaped. I mean, just a heads up, that might be coming up. But that's what we're trying to do is we're not trying to make you pay for this content in any, any means, but that's how we keep giving you content is by having sponsors. So I'm trying to grow just a nation. Uh, Dylan Corbett nation but we're we're going to it's not just me i want to have matt having his own podcast about the bears i want to have ty having his own podcast about the vikings there's so much i want to do with this to grow it and that's where it gets me to so i'm in south dakota uh currently uh in terms of my living arrangements i have a house there that i bought <clears throat> excuse me almost two years ago and I'm in the process of selling that. I, If you do not know, I am planning to move to Minneapolis, which is a five-sport town. You've got the Wild. You've got the Vikings. You've got the Twins. You've got the Timberwolves, who suck, but they, guess what? They've got the number one overall pick coming up. You've got Minnesota United, a really strong MLS team. Um, I just spent the weekend calling hockey for one of the top prospects leagues across the nation, the NAPHL. Austin Matthews came out of that, one of the stud hockey players for the Toronto Maple Leafs in the NHL. Um, so that's what I want to do is I, I like doing play-by-play on the side. <clears throat> Maybe not as, sorry, my voice is just terrible. It's been a long weekend. Maybe not as a full-time gig like I was doing because I enjoy it, but I also like having this avenue to talk to you more freely, right? So I'm moving to Minneapolis to kind of help myself professionally by the ability to get these freelance gigs and then also the ability to kind of build a studio in this new house I'm going to buy in Minneapolis, start my new life here for the next six years. Uh, we have friends in town. Minneapolis, we have friends come up to visit us here. It's a, it's a bump in town. It's a very fun state, very fun sports town, and the goal is uh, I'm going to get a studio. We are going to get people in there. We're going to get TV cameras. We're going to make this a legit production. I want to hire <clears throat> Sorry, I want to hire a guy to follow around us 24-7 just videotaping stuff. I want to hire a video editor full-time, a graphic designer. If you are interested in helping, maybe if it's not even full-time, I've had great help so far, please reach out to me. I am always open to you. Um, that's just a little bit about what I want to do with this brand, with this platform. I think we have the content, the personalities, the drive, the knowledge uh, to make this happen. We have been doing this for just a month, and I've been doing it basically packing up a microphone in my travel bag and just just doing it on the fly. Um, so I, I beg you to stay with us here during the launch and this very tumultuous time where I'm in the process of recording these podcasts for you on top of selling a house and trying to buy a new one, oh, and you know, traveling the country. Um, so again, stick with us, but I hope to get settled and have this really launched to where you can expect and hold to a T. Okay, you check your phone at this time, morning, boom, there's Corbett's Corner on a Monday. Boom, there's Corbett's for you. Boom, maybe there's something else. Uh, once I get out here, there's something I want to do called the Weekend 18. 
where I get a foursome of golfers and we go out to a, a course and we just play 18 and we review it. You know, we review our round, review our course, and I'm hoping maybe courses around the country will start getting wind of that and pay for our rounds, get us to come out and review them. Uh, part of that too is I think what Barstool does really cool in their, uh, I don't want to call it because their infancy stages, right, where was when Dave was, you know, cleaning out newspaper uh, stalls from poop and feces. Um, and then he grew it into a media conglomerate empire. Uh, but uh, what I love they did, I guess, when I was in college was they were at almost every game. If there was a huge game, um, everyone's talking about they were there. They were going to restaurants. They were interacting with the fans at the bar. That's what I want to do. A uh, random weekend. You know, coronavirus is making this pretty tough, but once we're all said and done with that, hopefully, and we can start having large crowds again and fans and stadiums packed together like sardines, I want to go to random events, get the taste of the town of Jacksonville, and maybe catch in a Jaguars game, see what Minshew Mania is about. We'll review our game experience um, you know, I think that's fun for the viewer, the listener, and that t- to the point, if we can get that big enough, we'll have teams reaching out to us, wanting us to come and, you know, experience their team in Jacksonville. That'll be on a Sunday, and then maybe on a Saturday we go and play a course in Jacksonville and give you our weekend 18. So that's just a little, um, just a lot of different thoughts racing through my mind as we're not even two months into me starting my own company. It is Corbett Sports Entertainment. That's the LLC. Right now, it's just Dylan Corbett, simple enough to find on uh, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, but I want you to know that it, it's not about me. It may start as me, but I'm trying to give voice to all of these sharp, smart, entertaining voices that I hear from every single day as my best friends. I'm a great networker. I, I can sit down and have a conversation with you, with anyone, Um that's just one of my specialties. That's one of my things I pride on. So I love bringing on interesting people and kind of opening up to you because it's, yes, I mean, we're doing this for, you know, at the moment, 30 to 40 listeners and viewers each day, which we do appreciate, but we're hoping to grow to the masses and thousands. And it may be simple to just stand in front of a microphone as I'm doing right now and talking to a computer screen to post out later. But it, it can, it's, you know, I've been doing it for, geez, almost 10 years. Um, eight years to be exact, and you know it's just second nature to me. But sometimes it takes people getting into just getting comfortable, and that's what I'm here to do. Is I try and make you comfortable, I make the audience comfortable, I make people maybe talking into a microphone, even if it is just around friends, uh, comfortable. I like opening them up, facilitating, just making it all very interesting for you. Hope this was interesting as well. Um, again, very long winded and just me alone going solo here to kind of provide. Um, just a little life update. And just to recap quickly, um, yeah, I'm a well-traveled sports broadcaster, as you know. Uh, I lost my job, and I quickly turned it into a blessing in disguise because it made me realize, wait a second, it's not about grinding through local radio, which I'm sorry is a dying medium. Uh, Maybe not in the next 20 years, but like newspapers, in the next 50 years, it may move obsolete. You're already seeing how podcasts are taking over the game. Uh, I don't know how music radio is still a thing because I've been listening to that since I was up in North Dakota. Uh, spinning tracks on 95.3, the cool AC. Um, 
Yeah, so I, I realize that this is the future. It's the digital podcast area. Uh, t- television. I mean, television's a dying medium. I guarantee you football is going to be on Amazon Prime in the next 10 years. Network television is going to disappear. It's all going to move to streaming apps on Roku and Fire Televisions online. So that's why we're on YouTube. We're catering to the digital audio uh, <clears throat> on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and then also to the visual medium on YouTube, which I think is going to be the future as well. That's why YouTube TV is being advertised down your throats the last decade. Um, so that's the plan. I, I want to do so much with this. I love and appreciate your guys' support, and we're going to keep doing it uh, you know, for, until the end of time. We're here for you. We're here to give you sports information. If we weren't doing this over the airwaves, we're doing it anyway in our living rooms. So we figured it's a great way to give out information and hope that you guys can share kind of our sports world with us here as well. So that'll do it for Corbett's Corner. Again, uh, stick with us. Hit subscribe, rate, review. Um, suggest anything you would like us to do as a segment, like us to talk about. I am always open to ideas, so you can use that as your review as well. Tell us we suck. That's fine. I appreciate that as well. Um, but that's stick with us because it is going to be tough here during the October and fall months as I am basically selling my house and buying a new house and moving, and many of you know how that can go. Um, but I will be trying to <coughs> continue doing <coughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I will be continuing doing this for you guys, and it may be a little sporadic until I get officially settled in my new home, but then once the new year clicks and we just leave 2020 in the past, I tell you what, we got big big things planned for you guys in 2021. So that'll do it for Corbett's Corner. I'm Dylan Corbett. Thanks for listening to the inner workings of my racing thoughts as I ramble on to you in front of a microphone.